What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? Welcome to this episode of Behind the Bum. I recently came across this Instagram account called Gay Fat Friend, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like scrolling through it, and I was like, wow, I know so many of these people, but I do not know this guy. And I was like, maybe that's problematic. So I was like, I should probably get to know this guy. So I DM'd him, and I said, hey, would you be interested in talking shit about the gay community with me? And he said, I would love nothing more. So Todd Masterson, welcome to Behind the Bum. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for coming on. So, I'm super excited. I mean, where do I even start with you? Gay fat friend. (laughs) How how does one come up with that concept? Well, so I live in LA. I live in West Hollywood. And uh, I'm a bigger gal. And... um, you know, we're very segregated here in LA, at least we were before the pandemic, of like WeHo gays, downtown gays, east side gays, bears, twinks, you know, like everybody kind of had their place to be. And uh, I saw that on Instagram, the, the WeHo gays, the, the Hollywood gays, the muscle gays always had huge followings and um, always got like tons of interaction on their posts and they never had fat friends ever there was like never a fat person anywhere near what they were doing so i thought it was funny to be like what if i just photoshopped my shirtless (laughs) fat body into their pictures that get thousands of likes and show them what it would look like if they had a fat friend so um i found this group of weho gays that are kind of well known and i grabbed I, i screen grabbed like I don't know, six or seven, eight of their pictures and did them all in like one group, like one bunch. And I posted them all on my Facebook and my like personal Instagram. And I was just going to do it as like a one-time joke. And then it really, that one post blew up and got like shared a bunch. And and a lot of my friends like were talking about it. And um, did the guys share it? uh, No, they did not like it. Um, (laughs) um, My friend Lucas was like, you need to start its own Instagram page for this joke and keep doing it. And I was like, that kind of feels like when people start an Instagram page for their dog. I was like, I don't know if I'm that kind of person to like run a separate account of like just one thing. And he was like, no, 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 you need to do it. So uh, in October, I came uh, came up with the idea of Gay Fat Friend. Originally, I wanted to call it Fat Gay Friend, but that name was taken. I was going to say, I'm surprised you even got the name you did. I know. And it's everywhere. I got Gay Fat Friend everywhere. Uh, So luckily that worked out. But um, yeah, I just came up with Gay Fat Friend and I posted all those original pictures. And it sat there for like two or three weeks. I had like, all my friends followed me. So I had maybe like 300, 400 followers. And then right before Thanksgiving last year, my friend Elliot reposted it in his stories, just in his stories, and it blew up. And I got 10,000 followers in like a month. Like it just Amazing. went so fast. And everybody responded to it so well. And it was so fun, except for the original guys that I used in the post. They did not appreciate what I was doing. What did they about. say? Well, they completely ignored me. Okay. And one of them was vocal and was like, just so you know we're good people and like i've never made fun of anyone on my page i don't talk shit like 
I literally, the joke was that I wanted to be friends with these guys, right? So the posts are always like jolly and silly. Like I've never been mean. I don't hate these people. But one of them sent me this like big DM of like, we're all nice people and we do good things. We have good hearts and blah, blah, blah. And like just this huge rant. And I was like, okay, girl, calm down. (laughs) Like it's not that serious. Like who do you have to prove right now that you're saying all this? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, but like half, half of those guys blocked me. The other half just ignored me. And then when I got really big and now I have more followers than most of those guys, which is funny. Um, I got really big and um, one of them reached out to me again and was like, I really think what you're doing is funny. And I'd be like, look at the DM right before this where you didn't li- like, you ignored what I said and you didn't like it. So yeah. you never followed me. You've never liked one picture that I've used, but all of a sudden I'm super funny and you love what I'm doing. Like, no well, man. you want to know what it is. They probably want the clout behind it. And yeah these people i feel like this is what the issue with the gay community is is people don't acknowledge you until they see you have something tangible that they yeah. oh for you know sure I mean? that and it that's is like a, a huge problem yeah because now that i have over thirty thousand followers uh and this started you know when i had ten thousand followers people send me their pictures every day some guys send me their picture every day trying to get me to use their picture on my page. Um, Like it's become like a clout thing now. And then I never ask for permission or ask someone before I use their picture. I make sure that they're like cool and good people. Um, Especially now because one guy, one guy like didn't get the joke and he reported me for bullying and like I got shadow banned for like a minute. So, um, so now I just use like guys that I'm actually friends with or like have talked to or I'm cool with. I've had a similar problem as well. Yeah. I posted like, obviously like you think like, okay, somebody's posting their own, butt. why would you not want me to share it? Right. Yeah. And like, there's, I would say handfuls of people who have like actually like came for me. Yeah. And like one of the people had like a whole bunch of followers and he was like, you need to delete this right now, blah, 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 before I re- like almost in a threatening way. And I was like, okay, bitch, like all you had to do is just message me one time and say, Hey, can you just take this down? It's pretty sad. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like weird how people get so weird about it. Or I don't know. A lot of yeah. people don't have a good sense of humor. <laughs> For sure. Um, 100%. There's one guy who was really cool. Like we're friends. His page is private, but he has maybe like, I don't know, 5,000 followers. Um, and he posts like shirtless ab pictures all the time. And uh, I literally never warn people or tell people that I'm going to use their picture. But one time I was like, um, I really got to use your picture sometime. Cause you know, you post the best pictures. I could totally fit myself in a couple of these. And he was like, well, my page is private for a reason. And I don't really want to be put out there like that. And I was like, oh, you're the first person that's ever said that. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Yeah, like you uh, don't want that attention, which is weird because you post those pictures, but. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's always fun when you find the like diamond in the rough gays who don't have Instagram. And then you're kind of torn between, okay, what are you hiding? Because clearly like, you left some type of life that you don't want anyone to know yeah or like you're lying to me so yeah exactly Um, sure yeah it's it's very uh it's very odd especially when they're already like posting that content you know it's like other places yeah or like they're yeah it's just weird it makes no sense 
Well, Todd, I wanted to ask you and invite you on because I kind of just wanted to hear what your thoughts are. So let's just start with like, what percentage of gay men would you say actually have what might be like deemed the perfect body? Let's just talk like in the U.S. Let's start. Like, uh, uh, in the U.S., I would say like 30%. You really think it's that high? Um, maybe. I, so I would say like fairly physically fit, youngish, maybe like under 40, um, you know, like traditionally attractive. I would say guys like that, they're, yeah, I would say like 25 to 30% of gays wow i was thinking it'd be somewhere like between five and ten percent but if we're talking like you know fully ripped like hardcore you know brad pitt in fight club yeah kind of body that i would say more like five to ten percent i'm just i guess what i'm thinking of is like the people who like have a really good body maybe they're like more in the scene so they have like the clout behind it yeah i yeah i would say like five to ten percent but then if you think about just like gay men in general, right? Yeah. Like if we talk like half are below 50, half are above 50, like the half above 50 probably most likely have zero chance of having a six pack. I would yeah. say there's only very few people who like have managed to maintain that, which is incredible, but it's yeah. way harder to come by. So That's I feel like pack. right there, it's already low. Yeah. I joke all the time that a six pack is a full-time job. Like it, oh, you, it's gotta be. I don't have constantly that. thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. You're constantly thinking about it. You have to like physically work toward it. You have to rearrange your life for it. Like yeah, you know. So yeah, people that have like six packs, uh, like well defined muscles, like that's a full time job. So yeah, not a lot of people have that. Well, like if you could have a six pack, like do you actually want one? Uh, I mean, I would. Lo- I've never had one. I've been chubby my entire life. And so I would like to experience it. Like, I would like to just see what it's like. I'm just curious, like, but I'm also like, you know, I always wonder what it would be like to be like super skinny, like supermodel skinny, you know, like, what is it like to be skinny? I don't even know what my body feels like to be skinny, you know? So yeah, yeah. I would like to just as like a social experiment, just like see what my body would look like if I looked like that. And like how, if, you know, society existed anymore, how it would feel <laughs> to like go to a bar and have that kind of body, you know, like yeah. I just would, would like to like experience it, but I don't think about it and I don't need it. If that makes sense. Like more like you're not striving to get one in that sense. Yeah. 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 But For also sure. the attention <coughs> for having one is interesting. Yeah. I would just like to see what that's like, but also like, I would like to see what it's like to be, lady gaga for a day you know yeah, just i would like, love to have boobs for a day yeah and like be uber famous and see how like society reacts to you yeah no i think i think that like i don't want to say it like this but like i think the grass is greener like always greener on fucking every side you know what yeah. i mean like, you want to just see what everything might be like but you really never know like the one guy with six-pack abs could have like a huge mental issue that like you just don't want to even touch yeah usually they do (laughs) everyone's got their baggage right so some visual and some's not i um you know not to brag but i have a lot of famous friends but i also i have a lot of friends that are like super ripped and like being with them in public seeing how people treat them is wild like some and it's kind of like that 30 rock episode with john ham like they don't realize what 
people are giving them just because they're pretty, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like fascinating to watch. Sometimes it's sad too. So it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's, it's a lot. I mean, when you do go out, I mean, do you feel like it's difficult to approach men or like when you see like a guy who's super fit or in shape, like, do you find it hard to kind of just like say hi? Or It's like, intimidating. It's, inti- I mean, I'm married and we've been together for nine years. So like, I, hard parts over. I, well, yeah, exactly. And like we, he and I met on scruff. Like I never really had the confidence to talk to anyone relationship wise, you know, like in a bar setting, that was just never my game. I needed like, an app or the internet to like break the ice. Yeah. Um, but now that it's purely for friendship and stuff, it's still intimidating to approach a pretty person, you know, or like a person that you find attractive or stuff, even if it's for friendship. And so, yeah. um, yeah, there's always that like few seconds of intimidation. Um, but like, a, I've learned that most of them, like 99% of people that I consider pretty are super cool and nice. And if well, they're not, I have no thing. problem yeah. leaving them alone. I feel like a lot of times when you go out or you're in public and you see people, I, maybe this is more in New York. I, I mean, I've been to LA multiple times, but you tell me. I feel like when I go out in New York, it's very social between the people you want to be social with. But yeah. like, it's not like you're really meeting anybody new when you go out in New York, per se. No, same like, here. The only like, time you, you meet someone new... The only time you meet someone new is if like a random tourist randomly has the balls and he's out in hell's kitchen for the night, you know? Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Like same, same here. And you, you know what places those people go to yes. in LA. So like uh, my favorite bar, my like cheers is Akbar in Silver Lake. Like that's pretty much the only bar I ever go to. And the only bar that I like to go to, but like, and I live in West Hollywood, which is funny, but you know, like if you go to the Abbey, you're going to meet tourists. The whole bar yeah. is just tourists or like people that specifically drive into LA from like Orange County to go to a, <laughs> a quote unquote gay bar. They go to the Abbey, you know? Well, it's so, turning so straight, I feel like. <clears throat> the Abbey is so straight because like 10 years ago, it got out that, uh, you know, all the gay guys bring their straight girlfriends to the bar with them. Oh, and so straight the guys whole. started going to meet girls. And so, yeah, like the Abbey doesn't even feel like a gay bar anymore, except there's go-go boys. That's it. I mean, and who doesn't love that, right? <laughs> it's the best part. Well, Todd, when you do, let's say, like, go out or anything that's, like, a public involved with, like, friendship, public settings, like, do you ever feel like somebody was making fun of you because of your size? And, like, you're not even, like, that big of a guy. So it's, yeah. like, do you ever felt like um, you were staring happened. at you uh, oddly or something? Well, I'm 6'7". As well. Oh no way! Really? Yeah. So Holy I'm super shit. tall. So ever, I'm not kidding. Everyone stares at me everywhere I go. You are because two I'm... whole feet tall. No, well, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Everyone no. thinks, and people have approached me and asked me, like, "Did you play football?" Like, I'm just a big man, you know. So everyone stares at me anyway because I take up so much real estate. <laughs> but um, a few times, and, and it has been in gay settings, I have heard people making fun of me or like joking about me you know like um only two times uh yeah only two times and it was both in west hollywood was someone like aggressive towards me because i was fat and they were clearly drunk like one time my friends and i 
we're standing outside of a bar and it was like two in the morning and we were eating a piece of pizza and this guy walked by and was just like, you know, I think he said like, why don't you eat the whole pizza fat ass? Like just said that like to me. And I was like, it caught me so off guard that I literally thought I was on like a candid camera. Like you thought you were like being punked or something. Yeah. Um, And then another time was in West Hollywood and we were eating after the bars closed, like, you know, eating hot dogs or something on the street. And this, this drunk kid, I mean, he might've been like 22, you know, he was pretty young. This drunk kid was just like loudly behind me. I could hear him just be like, look at this fat guy eating hot dogs. Like what the fuck is this town? And I was just like, great. I didn't even, I just like ignored it. So, but other than that, people don't really, I get stared at all the time, but people don't really say stuff. Also, I usually go to places that are like mixed bodied, you know? Like you're not going to the places that's like the circuit party queens who are wearing their jock exactly. strap out of their gym shorts. I've never been to a circuit party. Ever. Have you? Uh, yeah, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's not, it's not something that I find appealing. Like I've never in my life, like not even in my drunkest days in college, ever been that kind of guy who like wants to stay out till four o'clock in the morning. Like right. it's a very rare occasion that like you catch me like, in those type of situations. Like I'm all about like, let's go out till two or three, get a good night's sleep. I want to like wake up. And like, even if I'm in like, like Mykonos, for example, right? Like a crazy party place. Like I don't want to be sleeping till 3 PM because I was out till 6 AM. Like, I want to explore. I want to go to the beach. Like I don't want to wake up when the sun's setting again. And I feel like a crackhead. So, well, yeah, I, I always like joke, my friends and I always joke, like, what is the appeal? I don't know if it's because we're old or what, but, like, also, like, no shade, but I don't do drugs. I only drink. And I love drinking. I drink all the time. But, like, I can't drink till 6 a.m. anymore. And, like, I don't do drugs, so I wouldn't do that. I don't really care about dancing. Like, is it the costumes? You know, like, the little shorts and the yeah. harnesses? Like, I just don't know what the appeal is. It's just not appealing to I me. Think it, like, I think it almost... I think it's almost like um like a club, like not like obviously it's like a club, but I'm saying like a sport for like gay people. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. almost like a group of people who all have similar interests, and their similar interests is like being in shape and listening to that type of music. You know, <laughs> is it just to like see and be seen, and like Probably. do people meet people there, or do you go with your friends? Like we said earlier, I feel like it's so fucking loud that yeah. I mean, I you can't definitely yeah, like I've definitely like went in the dark rooms, maybe sucked a dick or two in a circuit party and like yeah. ran around shirtless. But it's not something I can handle every single weekend. Like when I'm like, oh guys, what are we doing this weekend? It's never like, we're going to this crazy circuit. Like it's never yeah. implied that that's what we're doing. Well, and I know so many people that specifically travel far distances for circuit parties. Yeah. Like I had a bunch of friends right before the pandemic. I had a bunch of friends go to Mexico for a white party or something, I think. And um, so many people were down there and like just travel arrangements and an Airbnb and just all for just a party. It was crazy to me. I mean, I love, I do love when they're more international based, right? Because it's like so fun to meet other gay guys who are going and it's like a vacation. But I don't want to make a whole trip about that. Like if it happens to be going on while I'm there, it's like, cool, let's go one of the 10 days that we're here. (laughs) And it's a lot of fun. And like, I get it out of my system, but like you could really only like 
for so many hours, you know, and well, days, you know, nonetheless. My biggest question, and honestly, I've never asked anyone, like, what do circuit parties smell like? Because I feel like it's all armpits and poppers. It depends what room you go into, right? Okay. Like, dead ass, if you go in the dark room, it smells like a shit ton of poppers and like a lot of farts. And I'm not even <laughs> Exactly. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh god, it probably smells so bad. <laughs> but I will say, a lot of them are kind of outdoorsy-ish. Yeah. So like out in Brooklyn, like Brooklyn Mirage or something, it's like very outdoors. Like you don't really like smell per se. Yeah. But when you're like in the gay club and everyone's sweating profusely, it's yeah, it's a lot. And I'm like five eight, so there's a good amount of people who are taller than me. So like I'm here and I'm like brushing up against like all Armpit the like, level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, it's like so gross. Ugh. Yeah. But could be worse. You know, I mean, I don't know. I've just, and every time I do go to circuit parties, I feel like it's very drug oriented. Yeah. And like my biggest pet peeve, if it's like, don't try to make out with me, if you just fucking put Coke in your mouth and then I make <laughs> out with you and now it's in mine. Like, yeah. I did not want to do that today. Yeah. Like, and then you just see the girls who get, like, super messy, and I'm just like, all right. Yeah. I, and I, like, I love my friends, but I don't trust my friends enough to, like, take care of me if I get sloppy. And, like, Mm-mm. I don't know. I will say, though, the, like, I've done coke, like, maybe three times in my life. And the one time that, like, I actually, like, I was like, we're going to do coke tonight. I did want to like run a marathon at 8 a.m. Like we were just up all night and I was like ready to run a marathon. But then as soon as I finally fell asleep, I slept for 24 hours. <laughs> Wait, did you, every time I've done Coke, I literally have explosive diarrhea or is that just a me problem? I don't remember. I, Cause like I slept for so long, I probably slept <laughs> through it and my body just reabsorbed it. Yeah. It just like went back. And yeah. <laughs> all the stomach cramps you never felt. Yeah. Well, after our off topic conversation. About <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd, when you first created Gay Fat Friend, like what was the ultimate goal? Like what, what reaction did you want? And like what were you trying to accomplish from making it? Well, I'm a comedian and a writer. And so I just wanted to make the joke. I just wanted, to pe- I just wanted people to laugh at it. And just make a funny thing, maybe get the attention of the guys that were in it, but like, not really. I just wanted to like, kind of make fun of these guys, but in a funny way and just get a laugh out of it. That's all I, that's really all I was thinking. Well, when you think about like gay guys, do you think that gay men hang out with gay men who look like themselves? I think certain gay men do. I think because it like, it all goes back to like the gym, you know, like you, they all, you all go to the same gym and you see people that look like you and then you become friends with those people. And then you start hanging out with those people and partying with those people. And then you're a friend group and then you all just look the same. So I think like certain people do. Um, I don't think it's such an epidemic as it's portrayed online. Like, don't get me wrong. I love making fun of those pictures where it's like, 25 white guys that all look exactly the same i think that's always just so weird when people take group photos at a pool party like who's do why why are there always like these massive group photos <laughs> but like i was like someone that in charge, bitch. <laughs> was someone in charge is there like a historian of the group that's like you guys it's time for the group photo listen it's so tough to say but i 
I just think my personality, I have always been the picture taker. Like yeah. before Instagram, I was always made fun of in high school for being the gay kid, even though I wasn't even out, for being the gay kid who always had his digital camera in hand. <laughs> and I was always the one at the school dances. Like, No, and that's a thing. Like my best friend Kendra is the historian of the group. She has always taken pictures. Like back when like all we had were like disposable cameras that you had to like print at Send Walmart, it. you know? And so, yeah, like that is, uh, it's a friend type. Like there's always one friend that loves documenting stuff. And I love it because then, you know, 10 years later, you're like, wow, I'm glad we had pictures of that. That's what everybody said to me. We like got to senior year of high school and people are making the yearbook and they're like, oh my God, Jeff. And I'm like, what year do you want? You want us in seventh grade? You want us in ninth? You want the, like, I had everything. I had like blacked out photos of people who were just like secretly drinking, like the funniest things. And like, everybody was like, wow, Jeff, like I made a slideshow for everybody. But back in the day, like throughout the time leading up to that, everyone was like, what the fuck's this kid doing with his camera? Like weirdo. So but, wait, like at a, at a pool party, when you take a group photo, do you just like, start rounding everybody up and be like, guys, it's time for the pick. I will be the guy who yells that, yes. <laughs> I love Mostly that. because I feel like I just love pictures and memories and I never, if you look at my personal Instagram, not to say I'm a selfish bitch, but I'm pretty much only posting myself. And yeah. people like talk shit to me and they're like, you only hang out with the same four people over and over again. And I'll be honest with you, I hang out with a shit ton of people all the time. But here's the problem. Half of my friends don't want to be posted yeah, or yeah. seen like that. And some of my friends who are maybe overweight don't want to be seen on it. Yeah. And some of my friends who like, I don't want to say like are closeted by any means, but they just don't like being in the scene of gay culture. They just don't yeah. want that. Like they're just thing with, people. Like, with their jobs. Like my one friend's a lawyer and he just doesn't want to be like, known as that guy shirtless in a club. So like, I never take photos with him really. For sure. So and, I feel like and, everyone just has their own thing. Yeah. And like your friends are your friends, you know, like you have a circle of friends. So of course you're always going to be with them, you know, like you can't, yeah. you can't have a shit ton of different people on your Instagram page because you can't always meet new people. Like look at the show friends, you know, that shows. <laughs> it's the same people. seven over and over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, um, yeah, I, and another thing is like, I never hate gay people for doing something unless it's like, you know, having a secret rave during a pandemic, but like, that, that's fair. Posting a picture of you and your friends, like, is I'm never going to hate that. Like, sure. Some people can be problematic, but I don't know. We're all gay. We need to support each other. I think it gets to a point that it, it almost feels like we're living in this time of like cancel culture where it's yeah. almost like everybody is butthurt about the next person next to them for some reason. Yeah. And it's just like the minute you can cancel a gay who you like are envious of or want to emulate, yeah. they like come for you. They will twist your words. Yeah. Your photo will become anything. And like, that's probably why some people give you and I shit. Cause obviously like technically we're running a page that's like the same content over and over again, but yeah. obviously with different people ultimately. And so people probably don't even know if it's like in a fun way or a hurtful way, or like they're just like always ready on attack mode because they're used to people coming for them maybe. Yeah. And like, I think the majority of us are smart enough to know that like 
some people should be canceled and some people shouldn't. And we should know the difference, you know? Like, you know, people that do bad shit and like, you know, if they blow up a building, like that person should probably be canceled, you know? But if someone like made a stupid drunk comment at a party and it got caught on Instagram stories, like, I don't know if we should like ruin that person's life, you know? It's except for the guy who went to Fire Island with Corona. That one Exactly. Like there are people we know to cancel and then there are people that shouldn't. <laughs> I know. Well, so Todd, when you think of like types of men, if we want to call it this, like you have twinks, you have bears. Um, I mean, we could go on and on with all the lists. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think that like chubbier men are viewed as a fetish? Oh, for sure. Like when I was single and like hooking up a lot, I could tell when I was someone's fetish, you know, Pe- people just treat you differently. And like the sex you have and the way you hook up is different. Like, you can just tell when you're someone's fetish. Interesting. Um, and, and there's a huge huge like chubby chaser fetish world out there of guys that specifically want larger bodies to have sex with you know like it's a it's a thing and you can you can definitely tell when it's like a fetish versus just like oh i I think you're attractive that's so interesting yeah and it happens is it a a turn on or do you hate it i mean so like sometimes it's fun because you just want to like get off with another person but when it comes to like dating and relationships i know people that are in you know for lack of a better term fetish relationships where like their partner is their fetish and it's it's just weird and like you hang out with them and you can just tell that it's like a little off you know um like i'm glad that i'm not my husband's fetish if that makes sense i mean i don't think anybody wants to be (coughs) Like I would yeah. never want to be viewed as like a fetish. I mean, I've yeah. not just, I feel like a fetish to me is something you just get off to on occasion, but it's not love. It's not. Anything. Well, yeah. I just don't want to be an object. Like I, and I like fetishes. I think fetishes like no sex shame, no fetish shame. Like I like kinky stuff and, and whatever, but like, I just don't want to be that all the time. If that makes yeah. sense. You got to be in the mood for it. Yeah. There's a time and a place. I don't want to like constantly be thinking I'm only around because I'm your fetish, you know? Yeah, I, I feel that. Well, Todd, if you could give advice to the, let's say, in-shape male whose like nose is in the air, who is like in that group of friends that like only hangs out with people who look like themselves and don't really acknowledge anyone outside of it, what would you say to that person? Um... I mean, one of my favorite sayings is get over yourself, you know, (laughs) just get over yourself. But also like, I'm going to be 40 in 10 days, which is insane because I'm a baby. HBD, (laughs) baby. Thank you. But like, that's not going to last. As much as you think it's going to last, it's not going to last. So like, go to your circuit parties, take your pictures, have your fun. But just know that you're going to age or die. There's no, there's no avoiding it, you know? And so that like your quote unquote perfect body, your perfect life, that's not going to last. And so just be prepared for that to wear off. So don't like pretend like you're this like big, bad, amazing person who's better at life than, you know, someone who's not ripped uh, because your body's not going to stay like that. And then what are you going to have? You know, like 
your body's not a personality. Yeah. Yeah. Your body's not a personality and you're not going to have the kind of people like the support network in your life to help take care of you when you get older, you know, like no one's going to want to be your friend because you were an asshole when you were 25. And you never know. I don't want to say it like this, but you never know what people do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every time I'll host like speed dating events and like, to be honest with you, maybe I'll be looking at somebody and like, I'm just not sexually into it. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I feel like everybody has something to offer somebody. And like, it could be something as simple that they just say the right things to and it just makes you think completely different or opens your mind differently. Or somebody could be working at a company that like is your dream job or like that person might even be like a mutual friend with somebody that like was your neighbor back in whatever town. You know what I mean? I feel like everybody has something to offer each other that we can all benefit from. And I feel like just talk to each other. That's what I would suggest. And like, I get it. If you're at a sex club, you don't have to like worry about making friends or being nice. You can hook up with the guys you want to hook up with and then leave. But like in social situations and at parties and at bars and stuff, like not talking to someone purely because they're not on your sexual radar is just weird. Like, yeah, because you shouldn't want to have sex with your friends, you know, like, I wish it could just be more open though, because I, and I'm, partially at fault for this as well but i feel like when somebody just approaches you in a bar and i wish it was just more normalized you already think like oh what does this person want from me yeah you know like always and it's like whether i see an 18 year old and i'm like oh this bitch just wants me to buy him a drink because he's broke (laughs) or it's like a daddy's approaching me and i see where he's looking and i'm just like oh like i gotta avoid this like yeah it's everybody's got something and every day is different. Like you might've skipped dinner and you're hungry and you're just not into it and you want to go home or like, you know, like every single situation is different. So just take it, you know, case by case. But if you're always acting like you're better than people that don't look like you, then that's a problem. Lessons learned people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we can all socialize again, I hope you take this. <laughs> I know, right? The world ever reopens. 2021 it's gonna be great until another bitch eats a bat or something stupid i'm not (laughs) fully convinced that's even how we got it but right different conversation (laughs) that storyline is too similar to that contagion movie that i'm like uh if we want to get into conspiracy theories i'm just gonna say mine just tell me if you agree or disagree all i'm gonna say is trump imposed that tariff on china and China was like, fuck you. We're going to unleash this virus that we already are going to have under control. Oh, wow. They unleash this virus. All of a sudden, the tariff is like pretty much away because we need all these ventilators and equipment from them. Yeah. Their business is booming because everyone in the world needs shit from China. And China's back to normal and we're still locked up. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Well, it's, it's a thing that we'll literally never know. But I'll, totally. I'll ask God or someone <laughs> right. when I die. I'll be like, hey, can you like tell me what actually Is this happened? what happened? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Todd. So we are to the point where we are at our rapid fire question part of the episode where Sweet. I pretty much just Google the most random questions I thought of. <laughs> I was like, why don't we just see how this guy reacts to my question? <clears throat> so okay. if you had to put your type into a box describe this man to me 
Um, Don't just describe your husband because you're married <laughs> to him, though, either. <laughs> um, well, I, you know, a traditional brawny man, mountain man, kind of plaid, chest hair, you know, barrel chest. So Luckily, Paul Bunyan-esque? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Bunyan-esque. Um, <clears throat> older, which is weird because my husband is three years younger than me, but he's like an old soul, like he feels like an old man. Um, but yeah, older, just like big chest, uh, beard, definitely a beard. Like, I don't know if I would ever even consider someone clean shaven, uh, you know, as a type, as like a perfect type. Obviously I've been with a lot of clean shaven men. Um, but yeah, like, like, like Hugh Jackman, Wolverine kind of, you know, just like, like, like scruffy brawny man. Would you say hair is a fetish for you? Is hair like a fetish for you in a way? Um, it's more of a preference than a fetish. Like it doesn't like hair doesn't like turn me on. I just like seeing body hair as opposed to like completely like shaved. But if a guy had his butt shaved, would you be turned off almost? No, no. I like that because sometimes hairy butts look gross. (laughs) Um, So I think when it comes to like a guy's butt, I want it to be like, the way you kind of look in a way you know when you just like see a guy and he doesn't really have chest hair and like doesn't really have that much body hair but all of a sudden you take off his pants and you're like where the fuck did this bushy yeah. hair come from it like throws you for the biggest curveball but yeah. then when i'm like with this hot israeli man like in europe it's like if you didn't have a hairy butt i'm like i wish you didn't shave almost you know? <laughs> yeah yeah totally so i feel like it totally depends on the guy in a way yeah um, okay, well, why don't you describe your craziest sex position to me? Sex position? Yeah, like what's some weird shit you tried out that you could teach me? Oh. Um, honestly, like when it comes to stuff like that, like I don't have a freak flag flying for anything like that, you know? I will say, and this is like, this kind of shocks people sometimes, but like anal, not that big of a deal in my life. Like okay. I... You're a blowjob queen? Uh, yeah, I love uh, oral. Like, I'm just like an oral, you know, king. That's what I like. Um, giving and receiving. But also, like, I'm very, like, visual. Like, I like watching. Like, the, the few times I've been to, like, um, sex clubs or, like, nude resorts. Like, I just like to, like, watch from afar. You know? Like, I don't, I don't need to participate. It's, uh, and I it's funny, that. too, because, like, you know, top and bottom culture is, like, a huge thing in the gay community. And when people find out that, like, you know, we don't really do anal that much in our in our marriage, it's, it always like throws people off. They're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's not a personality, okay?" Like, we don't. I mean, if you think about it, though, like the amount of work these poor people have to go through just to like put a dick in your butt, it's like you can't have Mexican. You need to like <laughs> be prepared the whole time. Like, for sure, it, it's a full time job. There's so much shit literally to it that like it's yeah i think one of the main reasons is because i'm lazy yeah it's it's a lot (laughs) to keep up with yeah um i'm trying to think if like i have a crazy one but i don't either yeah and like i'm even trying to think like have i had sex in a weird place like no like i i don't i definitely have like crazy hookup stories but like i don't have like doing something weird 
Yeah. Actually, James you want to know what's weird, but I've, it's not something I've done that's weird. It's I hate like having sex with people like doggy style. I think it's like the most un. Yeah. Like it's there's zero chemistry with fucking someone. Yeah. Like if yeah. I'm having sex with you, I want to have sex with you because we have like a connection or like I'm into it and like I want to see your face. I want to like yeah. watch you like finish. Like I want you to like watch me. Like I don't want to like be smushed with my face against the pillow <laughs> yeah. or, or like revert. You know what I mean? It's just like it's not. Yep. I don't yeah, I want to see your face. Yeah. Maybe we sound weird for saying that, or maybe we're just the first people to like voice our opinions that it's actually <laughs> not hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what's the weirdest household item you've ever repurposed as a sex toy? Um, probably. Well, so in college, when I started like experimenting with exploring my butt, um, I one time used a carrot, like a oh, full size okay. carrot. We got, we got like that. Yeah, and I peel, I made sure I washed it and then I peel it. So it okay. was just like, you know, a fresh carrot. Fresh so skin, I, maybe less girthier than it was. Yeah, 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 for sure. How um, did it go? Uh, I mean, great. It I made think. you realize you were gay, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was, you know, 20 years ago. But um, yeah, it's awesome. Good time. So, so guys, yeah, I would say need a fruit during this time well i guess a carrot's a vegetable it's a vegetable yeah i would say use a root-based vegetable because it's solid all the way through like i know people that have used like bananas or cucumbers and it's like no let's have a soft center you never know what could happen once it's inside. oh oh my god imagine if like a banana smushed inside of you and opened right? the wrong way Ugh. oh i almost like maybe i'll google that later <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so if you could be quarantined anywhere, where do you wish you were quarantined prior to all of this happening? Um, definitely, a, like, a cabin in the woods. Like, have you ever been to Big Bear outside of L.A.? I've never like even heard of it. Yeah, oh, Big wait, Bear. no, Big Bear. Everyone hikes that place, though, right? Uh, hiking in, in the summer, there's a giant lake up there, so it's, like, hiking and lake stuff. And then in the winter, it's a ski resort, like a full ski town because it snows up there. Um... So yeah, like a mountain cabin in Big Bear is like my dream. Almost like the beginning of that movie Misery where he's like writing a novel in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Like that's my dream. I just want to like be in a cabin out in the middle of nowhere, no people around. Like that would be so perfect for me. So basically like the beginning of a horror story. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. What about you? I was maybe thinking more like, go to a beach somewhere and like me and all my friends rent a beautiful mansion for like $5,000 a month and just split it or something, you know, yeah. something, something a little more simple. Yeah. That'd but be um, being locked away in the mountains and not seeing humans is that's a choice too. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you could change any guy's sexuality, I guess we have to say straight guy's sexuality, who would you want to turn and why? So who would I want to make gay that's currently straight? Yeah, that you could, like, go after. <laughs> well, uh, my whole life, Brad Pitt has been my number one. Uh, I mean, we're I both I feel from, like he's not aging well. Uh, I like it. I mean, he's not. He smokes a pack of cigarettes a day, so you can see that in his face. Um, but, 
we're both from Missouri. He's always been my like favorite actor. Um, I think he's funny and smart and kind. Um, and I just, I love him. So it's always been like Brad Pitt, but also like, <clears throat> it's kind of morphed recently where I want to be more like his brother or his like best friend. Like I don't, yeah. I've never really had like a sexual um, fetish or thought about Brad Pitt. I just, I've always wanted to be like in his life, but I have heard rumors that he is bi and like, you know, does have sex with men. So he might already be in the family, so to speak. I mean, let's think about this. Once you get to that caliber of fame, like, are you telling me that like, if like fucking like Zac Efron looks like, Hey, I want to suck your dick on set right now. You're not going to do it. Yeah. Or like, even if like Vanessa Hudgens was like, Jeff, I want you to fuck me right now. I'd be like, okay, like, let's try it out. Right. <laughs> What's the worst that's going to happen? I don't know. I'm not going to say no to this fucking person. Right. Like, I don't know. So I get it. I feel like everyone in Hollywood's a little bi. Everybody's a little bi. Um, everyone in general is a little bi. Yeah. What about you? Is there a straight guy that you're just like, Oh, I wish. I mean, I don't even know if he's, actually straight but like going back to like my childhood crush was probably zach efron from high school musical yeah like his hair he was just like mm, like yeah like the amount his? of times i've jerked off to <coughs> my bunk bed bedroom is <laughs> way too many um i met him one time and his he's kind of doofy like he's kind of broy, like he just has this like broy deep voice but um he his eyes literally sparkle like diamonds. Like his eyes are so crystal clear and beautiful. Like I usually don't like get tongue tied um, around celebrities, but like I, I couldn't speak when I was talking to him. Like I was like, I'm pretty sure if you watched our conversation, I was just like, I was just like lost, literally got lost in his eyes. Like his eyes were just beautiful. That's so cute. But I mean, like I've heard he's, a cool person like i've never heard anything bad about him yeah except that he used to go down to skid row to buy coke he always got busted for that don't all people do that (laughs) 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 well todd as much as i would love to take up your whole evening um i gotta end it on one note okay so if you could give advice to someone who might be overweight or just like insecure in their body and like is afraid to approach people what advice would you give to them listening right now Well, I know it's really hard, but just like, let it go. Like convince yourself that none of it really matters. You know, like in the grand scheme of things, especially when it comes to Instagram, none of this is real. So just convince yourself that you're going to be okay. Get over your fear of talking to people. And once you actually like break that ice, you're going to meet so many amazing people. You have nothing to lose. Just like be yourself and embrace yourself and put yourself out there because confidence is sexy yeah confidence is sexy and it's uh it's actually a lot more fun than you think it is so don't uh don't let fear rule your life and also on the same note like there's a lid for every trash can like just because you're not attracted to yourself there are people that are attracted to you a lot of people are attracted to you you know and so if you're worried about that if you're worried about finding someone to hook up with or date, like they're out there, just give them a shot, like meet people, talk to people. You're going to find your lobster, you know? I love that. That was cute. <laughs> All right, Todd. Well, if you guys want to go follow 
gay fat friend, you should follow him on Instagram. Please do. Send him your group photo so he could Photoshop him in them. <laughs> and thank you for coming on. That was fun. Thanks for having me. This is so great. I, I had a really good time. I got to talk about stuff I never get to talk about. It's so good. Thank you.